power couple gets married, an iconic show debuts, and Polaroid goes bankrupt, probably because they had to buy their own film. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Sunday, October 11th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. It's National Coming Out Day. So uh, I'm going to bring a guest onto the program with me, a friend of mine, Regina, who hosts Game On Girl. You guys have heard her before. Welcome again, Regina. Yay. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so uh, coming out day. Now, your podcast is about gender. You also speak yep. on sexuality, things like that. So national coming out day. I'm really glad we have a day that sort of acknowledges sexualities and sexual identities. I think it's really important to acknowledge sexualities that aren't heterosexualities, since those get acknowledged all the time. That they do. Uh, mm-hmm. I went a little a- a- ASMR on me there, <laughs> whispering, geez. Um, yeah, the, the the National Coming Out Day, it, it, you should feel comfortable with coming out, or at least a little bit more comfortable, because, oh my God, that must be crazy hard to yeah. do that. I mean, I can only imagine. I like, mean, some people go their whole lives and don't ever like publicly acknowledge their sexual identity um, and don't ever you know, have a moment where they tell their friends and family what their sexual identity is. Not that long ago, I mean, even when like you and I were in high school to date us, since we went to high school at the same time, um, you know, people didn't even talk about it back then. Like we wouldn't have had an acknowledgement of this kind of day or of someone's, you know, sexuality at that time. So even in the last uh, 10 years, just kidding. We're not that young. Right, right. Let's, let's go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Everybody is a little bit different. Everybody is their own unique person, obviously, right? Well, be okay with that, whatever it is. And I think that's kind of the message for think, me for today. What do I know? But that's my message. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think that's great. I think we should accept people regardless of what their sexual identities are. It shouldn't be something that makes you not want to like someone or get to know someone because their identity differs from yours. You should be hopefully curious about it. And maybe it will come to a point where we won't need to have a national coming out day because people won't feel inhibited by expressing their identities. And maybe this will become one of those things that will be known in the past as, you know, coming out day. But, you know, maybe for our our kids, you know, their generation won't have to have a day that they came out because there won't be any reason for them to hide. Right. I remember uh, Ellen DeGeneres when she came out on the show. That was such a huge deal. Like everybody was watching that. She probably got like Super Bowl ratings for that. And really, I watch it. I'm like, what's the big deal? (laughs) Right. And then it tanked her career. Like her show got canceled. And it tanked her career. And, you know, that definitely swung around for her. But there was definitely a time where, you know, she couldn't get jobs and things just didn't really work out for her because she was willing to come out like that. Right. Right. Well, and plenty of other actors that we talk about on this podcast don't ever come out like Robert Reed. Like who knew? Right. But I'm going to switch topics here uh, because we've got two other days to talk about here. Uh, National Kimberly Day, which (laughs) I don't know who came up with this. I'm assuming... Somebody Kimberly. named Kimberly. Um, <laughs> they say that it's supposed to, you know, be there for people named Kim, uh, not Karen Day. That's every day, right? According to the Karens, yes. 
All right, and lastly, we have Sausage Pizza Day. Yeah, Sausage Pizza. You know, I think I've been doing the show long enough now where I realize that every pizza topping is eventually going to get its own holiday. Uh, Yeah, National Sausage Pizza Day today, so enjoy that. All right, after the break, we will talk about a wedding two presidential nominees, three possible affairs, and a guy that bought a house to get a woman to marry him. All of that would be crazy if it was multiple couples, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about a single couple in that story. We'll hear about that right after this. And welcome back. Today is the wedding anniversary for Bill Clinton and Hillary Rodham. Yeah, they were married on this day in 1975. Okay, we all know that Bill was president and that Hillary was almost president. And you know what? Nothing really exciting happened in their marriage. Yeah, you know I'm kidding, right? Yeah, we'll we'll get into that in a second. But first, let's head over to the library. The library at Yale University. Okay, it was 1971. Hillary saw Bill looking over at her. So she went up to him and introduced herself. He said that he could barely remember his own name. Also, she exuded this sense of strength that he found magnetic. Yeah, they became friends. A month later, Bill met her parents. A year later, they traveled to Texas together to work for the failed George McGovern presidential campaign. In 1973, Bill would propose to Hillary while vacationing in England. And of course, Hillary said no. Hillary needed more time. But, you know, Bill is not one to give up. So he asked again. She gave the same answer. Okay, so one day... While they were in Arkansas, Bill was driving her to the airport, and he saw a house. They both loved this house. While she was away, he bought the house. Yeah, when she came back, he said, Okay, I bought you a house. Now you have to marry me. This time, she said yes. Now, when you think about the wedding of Bill and Hillary, they're like this huge power couple, right? Well, you're probably expecting some big wedding somewhere. No, they got married in their living room of their small Arkansas house uh, with about 15 people in attendance. Uh, They did, however, have a big reception afterwards in the backyard where they had over 100 people. Okay, after the honeymoon in Acapulco, they came back and Bill was working towards becoming the Arkansas Attorney General. He did win that election. Now, he had actually failed earlier to try to get into the House, but no, not into the House. She didn't lock him out. I mean, the House of Representatives. Well, yeah, uh, she probably locked him out later in the story. Anyway, in 1978, another campaign led to his election for governor of Arkansas. In 1980, they would give birth to their first and only child, Chelsea. If we stop the story now, it sounds great. Two motivated, smart people that found each other and fell in love. I guess you could kind of say it is a fairy tale. However, I guess that statement depends on the meaning of is. During Bill's 1992 run for president, allegations of an affair with Jennifer Flowers surfaced. This happened in all the tabloids, and and then it started to hit the bigger news and got bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, 
In a response, the couple appeared on 60 Minutes, and they denied the affair. And despite the scandals, they won the election. Everything was going fairly smooth for Bill and Hillary. People were already speculating that Hillary would someday run for office herself. Okay, 1994 would bring yet another allegation. Nope, not that one. This time, it was Paula Jones saying that Bill exposed himself to her while in Arkansas. So, a couple years after that, came a 22-year-old intern, a dress, a cigar, and an impeachment. Bill first denied, then admitted having sexual relations with Monica in the Oval Office. Hillary said that she was furious, beside herself, with anger and just disappointment. They stayed a couple, however, and they stayed a couple even after he left office. They moved to New York, where it became Hillary's turn to run for office. She served eight years in the Senate and became Secretary of State, followed by a run for president. In her latest book, she said that Bill has been her partner in life and her greatest champion since the moment they met. Okay, so maybe this is like a fairy tale, like one of those kind of screwed up ones, the Grimm's fairy tales. You know, the, the middle's a little screwed up, but the beginning and the end are pretty nice. So happy 45th anniversary, Bill and Hillary. All right, the, the year that they got married was also another important occasion. It was also the night that we heard Live from New York, it's Saturday night for the first time. Yeah, it was the debut of Saturday Night Live. It went live from New York with George Carlin as host on this day in 1975. Okay, instead of telling you a bunch of facts, because I've been watching the show forever, uh, I know a lot about it, uh, but I don't want to tell you everything. So instead, I'm going to bring Regina back here. And Regina, are you, you down for a little trivia? Sure. All right. How well do you know Saturday Night Live? Not as well as you do. Okay, well, we're going to find out how well you okay. know Saturday Night Live. I've got a few questions here. Let's start with the first who was the first person to say the famous line live from new york it's saturday night say bill murray oh no we love bill murray but he was not the uh first person to say live from new york that honor went to chevy chase he was the first of the original not ready for primetime players to say that line. All right, let's uh, move on now to the next question. Who was the first female head writer of SNL? Jane Curtin. No, you know, I was thinking that as well, but no, Tina Fey was the first female head writer of SNL. I was like, it had to be a generation before Tina Fey, because Tina Fey was only like the, what? Yeah, she started in 1997. Uh, she became a head writer two years later in 1999. Wow. Okay, I'm going to throw in a uh, question here about last night. Who was the host of Saturday Night Live last night? Bill Burr. Yes, you got it. Bill Burr was the host last night. That was the first time that Bill has ever hosted Saturday Night Live. It was his big hosting debut. Uh, could be the first of many for him. Many hosts have uh, gone on to go even more than a dozen times. Alec Baldwin holds the record at 17. Steve Martin's at 15. And John Goodman's at 13. Okay, moving now to our next question. An SNL skit has become a movie on several occasions. While many of these movies gain popularity, uh, not many of them are huge box office successes. Okay, 
one of those movies really stand out. Which SNL movie was the highest grossing at the box office? <laughs> Wayne's World. Yes, the iconic movie uh, Wayne's World uh, is number one. I was thinking you might say Blues Brothers. I was thinking about Blues Brothers. Those were the two that I was, the two I can remember the most. Um, I don't know if I can remember any others, but those were the two that immediately came to mind. Yeah, well, I, I can't blame you for not knowing uh, some of these, like the It's Pat movie or Superstar or Ladies Man. They didn't do very well in reviews or at the box office. Uh, the Blues Brothers did stand out. Uh, it had worldwide over $150 million. Wayne's World over $183 million. Uh, the rest of those, I think if you add them up, it probably wouldn't equal the uh, Wayne's World movie. All right, Regina, thanks for uh, joining me. You did a great job on trivia today. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I'm saying you did really good, but I didn't actually keep track of the score. <laughs> Have I said I love your laugh? Now, if people want to hear more of your laugh, they can listen to Game On Girl, your podcast. What do you talk about on Game On Girl? Uh, I talk about gender and pop culture and video games and uh, my dissertation research. Um, I actually have an episode, a recent episode. Well, as recent as it is for me, I'm not recording regularly <laughs> these days, but uh, when the Super Bowl halftime show came out, I recorded um, an episode talking about sexuality and the Super Bowl halftime show because there was a lot of controversy over um, the women's outfits. Yeah, um, I uh, re remember uh, those outfits. <laughs> See, look at that. You compliment somebody's laugh, you get to hear it again. All right, some other events on this day. In 1984, Geraldine Ferraro, the first female vice president nominee, and George Bush hit the debate stage for the first time. Also, in 1986, Ronald Reagan and Mikhail Gorbachev met in Iceland to continue discussions about scaling back nuclear missiles. However, no agreement was made. When asked how it went, Reagan probably said, well, that's what he always said. All right. It was formed in 1937. The Polaroid Corporation sadly filed for bankruptcy on this day in 2001. But wait, you're thinking I can still get a camera. Yeah, you can. The company actually emerged from bankruptcy, went back into it, and then it was sold. And now you still can buy a Polaroid camera. In fact, one was just sold the other day. Andy Warhol really loved to use uh, Polaroid in his art. Four days ago, his camera was sold at auction for over $13,000. Yeah, you can pick up one for about $120. Bucks. But if you're going to buy film, you might just expect to pay about $13,000. That film is pretty darn expensive. All right, taking a look at last year, a lion escaped from a sanctuary in Florida. They were able to find the lion, recapture her, and get her back into her enclosure. Now, my guess, and I'm not really sure on this, but maybe that lion saw a sneak peek of Tiger King and, yeah, wanted to get the heck out of there. All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. The president's dad, Fred Trump, was born on this day in 1908. Luke Perry was born on this day in 1966. He passed away last year. Stephen Moyer is 51. Michelle Trachtenberg is 35. Cardi B is 28. And Brandon Flynn is 27. That's your look at October 11th. Thanks so much for listening to This Is Today. And thanks to Regina for joining me today and playing a little trivia with me. Uh, if we made a mistake in the show, you are super smart because you are the one that discovered it and we're 
Super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.